welcome to the Flix Forum Podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode we have Netflix 264th film from 2020. It's the computer animated science fiction comedy Fearless, directed by Corey Edwards. It stars the voices of Gabrielle Union, Jada Kiss, Miguel J. Pimentel, Yara Shahidi, and Miles Robbins. I'm Jesse. I'm here solo for this animated Netflix original film. As always, if you are keen on checking this film out and don't want it spoiled for you, give us a pause and come back a little bit later on because throughout the chat, I'm probably going to spoil it, even though I'm probably not going to talk for too long because there's not an awful lot to discuss about this film. But we do kick off with The Fast Flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is about two kids having to look after a group of superhero babies while a villain tries to steal the kids. Intriguing. If you <laughs> um, this, this one is obviously not targeted at uh, adults. Uh, unfortunately, some, you know, sorry, fortunately, I guess some animated features are, um, you know, acceptable for families and adults and kids and all aboard. But this one, um, and I'm giving away some early thoughts, I guess, is that this one's probably very focused towards the younger demographic. But let's have a look at uh, this film. So un again, unfortunately, there's not an awful lot of information about how this film ended up on Netflix. I guess the, the key thing is that this was... Um, it was produced by Canada's Vanguard Films. They've done uh, some other animated features you may have heard of, like Space Chimps, uh, Valiant, and the Happily Never After film. So that's where, where this sort of comes from, I guess. Uh, this actual film had two nominations uh, across awards categories. So it was nominated for Best Original Score for an Animated Film at the International Film Critics Awards, and also for Best Original Score for a TV Movie or Streaming Feature at the Hollywood Music in Media Awards. This was released on the 14th of August 2020 on Netflix, the same day as our previous um, episode, Project Power. So it had a little bit to compete with, but I guess a completely opposite film to that one. Across the world, this in Spanish is called Fearless Level. In Portuguese, it's called Hard Level. So all going on that idea of the video game. In French, it's called Who's Afraid of Monsters? Uh, pretty poor title, I think. <laughs> in German, it's called Fearless. Babysitting is a hero's job. Don't mind that one, because obviously, um, you know, babysitting is a tough gig. Uh, in Hungarian, it's called The Reckless. In Italian, it's called My Name is Fearless. Japanese, it's called Fearless Face the Super Babies. In Serbian, it's called Nanny Gamer. Don't mind that one, because obviously a nanny being a babysitter. And finally, finally, in Vietnamese, it's called Babysitting Duties. So all either playing with that idea of a video game or, or having to look after some kids that aren't your own. This did have a working title. It was... Uh, titled Super Awesome Mega Babies. So I'm glad they, they changed that title to Fearless. I think it makes a bit more sense. What are the critics and audiences saying about this one? So on Rotten Tomatoes, doesn't actually have a percentage. There's only three reviews, two rotten, uh, one fresh, so nothing there. Audience has it at 41% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's on less than 50 ratings though. So rotten on their behalf. On IMDb, only 1,900 ratings. So that's Gives it a 5 out of 10 on those ratings. Letterbox 2.5 out of 5. So it sits pretty much exactly the same as IMDb. That's on a bit of a 900 rating. So again, not an awful lot of people have actually watched or, or logged this, this film. Um, what are my early thoughts? I think, like, obviously this is the idea of a video game coming to life. Uh, and it probably would have been really, really cool idea in the 1990s maybe. Um, unfortunately, it kind of feels dated, even though it's like 3D animation. just feels dated. And the idea of babies with powers or superpowers has kind of done a lot better in The Incredibles with Jack-Jack. Um, so, you know, it, it's hard when this is an animated feature as well. So it's okay. I mean, the target audience is obviously very, very young. So that's where we're going with this one. 
Characters. Let's talk about the characters. So, our main character is Reed. He's this uh, sort of teenage kid who's almost finished high school on his way to graduating. Um, he's sort of this online. He loves playing video games and he's fearless online while he's playing these games. But he sort of struggles to adapt these qualities to the real world. Uh, he's got this science project due. He's got to do it with a partner. But he probably, he, you know, he couldn't be more um, disinterested in this. So the film, realistically, it's about him coming out of his shell and showing that he's a good person. Um, and he does this through looking after kids that aren't his and, and showing his kind heart and being brave and, and impressing Melanie, who is his, um, I guess, his partner he has to do the science project with. And she's, you know, she's the complete opposite. She's academically ambitious. Uh, she wants to go to college. And I guess she couldn't be more disappointed that she has to work with Reed because she's got everything down to a schedule uh, and he obviously couldn't care less. So there are two main characters. And then obviously in the, the computer game or video game world, these characters all come into this world. And I guess the villain that, that's chasing them or wants the kids is um, Arcanus and he wants to rule the world and, and steal superpowers from these babies. And I mean, he's got this sidekick called Fleech. Um, and he sort of adds slapstick humor from what I can gather with Arcanus he's sort of angry with the world because he doesn't have powers and hasn't had everything gifted to him like Lightspeed who uh, Captain Lightspeed who, who has these kids and, and he's the the main character in this video game I guess that that um, we see them playing um, or read playing this character in this game so Captain Lightspeed is and he comes across you know we don't really get to see much but he's this devoted father that would do anything for his kids uh, and these kids, we've got these three kids. We've got Titus, whose his ability is strength. We've got Xander, who can create anything he imagines. And then Kira, who um, is the most powerful of them all, but she's working on her powers, and we see that throughout this film. Uh, the only other real character, I guess, in, in the Earth segment of the world is uh, General Jane Nadia Blazerhatch, and she's sort of, you know, the head of the US military and trying to work out what this UFO is and why it's on Earth and what's the danger to humanity. A lot of commentary online around this film sort of said that, you know, she was the highlight of the film. I, I couldn't disagree more. I thought every line of dialogue, every joke, every piece that she tried to say was forced. And I just didn't necessarily like any of that. So unfortunately, not a fan of that character. This does have some other good little cameos um, as voice roles, I guess. Fat Joe. Um, some of you may know Fat Joe from the early 2000s. Did a couple of rap collaborations with artists like uh, Ashanti. He uh, was the DJ's voice. We've got... Dwayne Wade, who's actually married to Gabrielle Union, who plays the General Jane Nadia Blazerhatch, so he was one of the, the um, private soldiers. And then also Fleech, that, that sidekick I mentioned before, was voiced by none other than Tom Kenny, who has hundreds and hundreds of voice acting credits, and probably the most uh, famous one would be SpongeBob SquarePants. So uh, nice little things there. Uh, the director, Corey Edwards. Not much, but best known for directing that animated film called Hoodwinked, which uh, was about Little Red Riding Hood and sort of uh, played around with, with those fairy tale um, conventions. That was quite a while ago now, but um, yeah, that, that's what he's best known for. All right, let's talk about some scenes. So what stood out for me? I, I had to try and think really hard to think about what really stood out for me. And this one, I think there's there's a moment where Reed, um, he, he packs the kids up with Melanie. They go in the car, they go out in the middle of nowhere to sort of camp together to protect the kids. And... There's this little montage, I guess, of um, of him playing with the kids and and you know looking out for them and 
and he has fun and it's cute and the kids really like him. So that was a nice little moment, I guess. And it sort of gave Melanie the side project of fixing the little communicator that she needed to fix. So that was nice. But other than that, there's, there's some pretty ordinary stuff in here. I think uh, things that I don't want to remember, uh, the, the character names of, of the people that um, Fearless or, you know, Fearless is, is Reed's online name, but the characters of his friends that he plays with. So there was like Buckethead, um, Zwinker with the number three instead of an E. We've got Wonderpunk without a U, just a W-N-D-R. Uh, you know, it sort of shows that probably the creators of this film, how old they are, that they think these are the, the, the clever sort of names that kids would come up with to to create um, online personas. Yeah, a bit, bit weird. Um, the slapstick humor in this throughout, it, especially like you've got the kids, they're doing things that are hurting Reed and we've got Fleech, that sidekick, the villainous sidekick and poo and fart jokes throughout. It just, you know, wasn't a fan of it. Um, Captain Lightspeed, like realistically, he was, he was only in it for these little sort of segments of, and they were just for him to fight bad guys and try to escape. They're all kind of boring. Um, I mentioned before my, I didn't really like uh, General Blazer Hatch, but I felt the lines that were forced, not funny. Um, Arcanus, like the villain, the big bad guy, um, you know, there's a moment where he's with his sidekick Fleech on the top of this water tower and they're sort of, you know, got this vantage point over the town to try and find the, the babies and they're listening in on all the radios and communication and stuff and he ends up in, you know, calling into a, a radio callback station and he has this back and forwards with the DJ where he keeps saying lines and the DJ's like, yeah, I'll play that song and they're just like random lines and the DJ's like, yeah, the song's um, named after it and one of them was, I think it was, um, You'll Be My Slaves and there was a song for it. I just thought that was lame, not funny. The whole truck falling off a cliff and apparently had important, you know, artwork from a museum, lame, um, you know, and the, the Reed and, um, Reed and Melanie get onto the spaceship to sort of, you know, rescue the kids and Reed goes through this whole blueprint breakdown of the spaceship because of his knowledge of the video game and he knows how to defeat it and get through all these different stages and then they sort of just cut to him confronting, um, you know, Fleech. And it was like, we literally had this whole build up and then we saw nothing of it. I thought it was a waste of time. Um, the idea towards the end that, that one of Reed's online buddies actually helped Lightspeed get to them at the end, I thought it was very random and just didn't fit. And then finally, you know, they, they finished the film with this date scene between Reed and Melanie. It just felt forced. I don't know that we actually needed them to have any sort of romantic connection. They show this like with them holding hands. And then to finish it off, there's this monster that comes into the backyard, you know, as if there's a cliffhanger that we're going to get a sequel. I don't know, just... You know, just things that didn't work for me. I'm trying to be as upbeat as possible. I think, what are the themes and ideas? And there's some nice things in here. I think that, you know, that, that idea of putting down your video game controller and going outside and enjoying the real world, I think that's really clear. The idea of perseverance and courage and, and following through with what you set out to do, you know, whether that's to protect babies or to do a science project, you know, there aren't any cheat codes in the real world. And that leads into the idea too of what it, does it mean to be a hero? How do you grow up and still be heroic? Uh, and finally, too, you know, the, the might of the U.S. military and the army and what they'll do to protect their borders. I mean, that was tr they tried to do that in a comedic way. It wasn't very funny for me, but, but that's there as well. What did I take away from this film? <laughs> Lightspeed. So we've got Captain Lightspeed. For me, as a character name, that is super, super lazy. I mean, we've got Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. It's one of the most famous space rangers that you can think of, let alone animated characters in the same genre. We need to do better. Need to do better. Be more original. Um, some questions, some pondering, some ideas, some thoughts. I think, you know, that we've got this character, Reed, who's obsessed with video games. Why? Well, like, it'd be nice to see as a character why he's so into games. And maybe they're sort of mentioning or, or sort of hinting that it's because his parents are always away so much and he's always home alone. That could be a reason, but I don't feel like it was fleshed out. 
um, that, that idea of group projects too is that you know he's got to work with Melanie and and do group projects actually encourage shared responsibility because I'm not 100% sure um, Reed actually did much to help with this project in the end um, and then that idea we've got Lionel Richie and that I think um, that they sort of mentioned you know he's a national treasure or something like that because they play his songs to calm the, the babies down I, mean, I was trying to think, I was like, is there a song that calms me down? And I'm like, not really. I usually use music to rev me up, to get me up and about. So uh, interesting sort of thing too. But my kids, they're, <laughs> you seem to always find a song that works with them for a little bit that, you know, calms them down and it's generally got a beat though. So um, yeah, interesting. All right, I'm ready to wrap this up. We give the film a rating out of five. Yeah, like this film's probably going to entertain a lot of really little kids with the bright colors, the silly fart and poo jokes. You know, it does have a decent message. It's just a bit mediocre when, you know, there's so many better animated films with better storytelling, better characters, better design that you can watch or show them. But, you know, this this isn't a horrible choice. I'm still giving it a two out of five. We're on socials. We've got uh, Facebook, Instagram, and X, which is formerly known as Twitter. I tried to start off with Twitter, but obviously Twitter doesn't exist anymore. It's called something else. Uh, we put a question up with our, our episode for the week. I just This, this is in reference to... Um, when towards the end of the film, the film, oh, middle of the film, maybe Reed and Melanie, they take the kids and they go camping. And the idea is he forgot, he forgot to pack the toilet paper. So his suggestion was to use the old receipts that are lying in the car as toilet paper. So have you ever used receipts as toilet paper? No. What a, like, what a stupid line of dialogue. Oh, sorry. I just need to put that in there. All right. We're back next week. Next week, we've got a 2020 Indonesian film. It's a comedy drama called Crazy Awesome Teachers. Or in Indonesian, it's called Guru Guru Gokil. It's directed by Samaria Simanjuntak, and it stars Gadin Martin, Boris Bokia, and Kevin Ardalova. That's what we've got next week. Interested? Haven't heard of it before? Keen to check it out. As always, thanks for listening. See you next week.